When someone asks you how you are, it's so easy to simply say fine. But how are you really? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I want to have a conversation with you about how even though we say good is enough, that doesn't apply to fine. When someone asks you how you are and you say fine, or when you simply check in with yourself and you say pretty good, fine, sometimes fine isn't good enough because sometimes fine means you're tuned out, you're numbed out, you haven't checked in with yourself in a while, you're not paying attention to your life, you're not being present for your life, you're spending more time on your phone, texting or on social media, or you know the hours are passing with Netflix, but you're not even absorbing what you're watching, or you're one of those people, because I know these people, because I've been one of those people who's watching Netflix and also scanning on the phone because you're not really interested in either screen in front of you. I want to challenge the idea of fine because I think for for most people, fine is playing it safe. It's not staying small. It's not hiding in a corner, but it's not putting yourself in the spotlight. It's not looking at who you are, the way you move through the world, the way you want your life and business to be, and taking active steps to getting there. I am not someone who thinks we need to be doing personal development 24-7. I don't think we always have to be working on our best selves and working on the next thing and tackling the next goal. In fact, when we do that too much, that's just another way of checking out because you're you're so focused on the future, you're not paying attention to the present. But I do think people have this slippery habit of staying still. Of not of being so kind of vanilla in their life that they, they don't make a movement, they don't make a shift, they don't make a change because they're not in active pain. They're not in an active struggle, but nothing's particularly better. Nothing's particularly good. It's interesting. I started this conversation with myself because last week I was talking to some old clients and checking in with them to see how they're doing and also, you know, talking and getting to know people who are just starting up with me. And that word in all of these conversations kept coming up. I'm fine. And it becomes, well, if, if you're fine, how much of your life is a representation of how you want it to be. Because when I'm fine, when I'm good with me, it's a reflection that I have arrived to a place that I want to be at in that particular moment. Otherwise, I think we're not paying attention. We're not valuing and prioritizing our lives and ourselves. And we're moving through time on the chore list, on the to-do list, on the must-do list. And we're not actually paying attention to how we want to spend our time. I was talking to one of my business owner clients recently 
And she's just been in the middle of this huge pivot and this huge upheaval where she's really up leveled her business significantly. Um, she's, you know, selling high end products and services. Her starting package right now is a 10K package and she just sold a done for you service at over a hundred K. So she's really showing up differently in her, in her world, in her life and in her business. And one of the things that I heard her say that I took away from myself was I know the value of each of my hours. And I was thinking to myself, like how powerfully my own life could change if I started to think about the value of my hours. And, and it doesn't have to be a monetary number. She was referring to that. But it's also too, how do we choose to spend our time? Do we want to spend like six hours on a Sunday cleaning our house? Or would we be better off letting the dust settle for 10 seconds and going out for a walk in the sunshine? Are we okay with just kind of staying in our own little corners in our own little worlds? Or would we be better off, you know, getting some people together and having a barbecue. If we look at the way we're spending our time, if we kind of do like a time log of where our hours are going. So many people talk about this in terms of our business when they're talking about productivity and how do you get an hour back and how can you make sure you're doing the most with your time. But so much of it too is if you look at how you're spending your time, are you good with that? Is that a reflection of the life you want? And if it's not, what needs to shift or change so that your life in front of you looks closer to the life you want? And sometimes we can't kind of go balls to the wall on it and change the whole big picture. We have to do it in baby steps. But how often do we just stop and ask ourselves and look around? Is this the way I really want to be spending my time? So an example of this is typically on Fridays, I either try to take the whole day off or at the very least, I try to only work a half day and be done by noon. So last Friday, I found myself not really having anything to do. Typically, I've already planned what I'm going to do with myself on a Friday by like Wednesday. But it was Friday afternoon. I was sitting on the couch. I'd been watching. I think I was in the middle of my second movie and I'm usually not a movie marathon person. I see one movie and then I get up and I go and I do something else. But I found myself kind of just not wanting to do anything and and not in a bored way maybe in a bored way but just like I just want to sit on the couch and so I asked myself the question and the answer was like yep still want to sit on the couch but I want a snack and I like I ran out to um this place that's near me that has like really yummy smoothies got myself a smoothie brought it back to the house and sat and watched some tv for a little while longer but that moment moment is different than what many people find themselves in where you know they're drinking their glass of wine they're watching Netflix and they're doing it on autopilot and I think a lot of times when we say fine we are protecting ourselves from figuring out what parts are less than fine what parts 
need to shift and change. Sometimes fine is covering up problems in relationships because we can only control us and what we do and what we say. And sometimes if we're recognizing that there's a challenge in our relationship or something isn't working or a friendship is having some tension and we would, you know, sort of force ourselves to deal with that, we can't control the ending because we can't control what the other person is going to say or do. So sometimes we just say, fine as a way of not dealing and avoiding a hard conversation. Sometimes we use the word fine when we're avoiding something discouraging, something disappointing, when we tried our best and our best didn't work. But in large part, saying fine when we're really not fine is avoiding the vulnerability of looking at our lives, identifying what isn't working, and finding the courage to make a change. So many people don't want to take out the magnifying glass to their lens, to their lives. They don't want to take a closer look and say, is fine really fine? Or is fine just a vanilla cover for now? But if we don't do that, If we don't risk the vulnerability of looking at our lives, looking honestly at what's working, what isn't, how happy we are, how happy we wish we were, and what we would need to do to shift or move through the world in a way that feels more authentic, more aligned, and more good with ourselves. It's so scary to do that part because we don't know the answer. And I speak from total experience on this. As I'm talking, I I have this vivid memory of myself and my brick and mortar private therapy practice. And I remember this specific day with a specific client and I recognized that 40 minutes had passed. And if somebody had asked me what she was saying or what I was saying in return, I wouldn't have been able to tell anybody. I was totally tuned out and totally not listening. And then I went home and my husband asked me how work was. And I said, fine. It wasn't fine. I was miserable. My soul was being sucked out of me. I was so bored, disinterested, disenchanted, all the the disses you can imagine. But I said, fine. Because looking at not being fine scared the crap out of me. I had a successful business. My income was reliable. I was regularly building referrals. I had a wait list. Who was I to say I didn't want this anymore? Why would I, you know, for lack of a better word, choose something that's harder or scarier? Because I was on easy street. I had the referrals coming in. I didn't have to market my business hardly at all. I And clearly, I could barely show up. <laughs> and at least this particular client didn't even notice I wasn't really in the room. But fine wasn't fine. It was, it made money, it paid the bills, it wasn't causing anyone any real harm, it wasn't causing me any real harm, but it was nothing to write home about. It was nothing particularly good. And I had that moment more than once before I was able, ready, and willing to make a change. But it starts with the question, 
If I'm not fine, how am I really? And being willing to look at it, being willing to own it, and being willing to recognize that what is right now won't always be. But if we're afraid of asking the question because we're so afraid of the answer, we're shutting down hope, we're shutting down possibility, we're shutting down opportunity, and we are not opening the door to a life that's happier, easier, or more fulfilling. There's a natural consequence that comes with fine that nobody ever talks about because it's so easy to think of fine as good enough as, you know, you know, sort of middle of the road. It's not great, but it's not awful. I'll do, it'll do. But fine, that, that tuning out, the numbing out that is different than being present for a good day. I, I know what fine is like when, you know, like you're just enjoying a bright sunny day and you feel really relaxed and that it's just going the way you want it to go. That numbed out answer, that autopilot answer, the sort of disregard for paying attention to how it really is, that, that takes some work. And it takes some honesty and it takes a willingness to look at it in the eyes and see what you find out. And so many people who are fine refuse to see and recognize that they're staring in the eyes of a mindset problem because they're avoiding vulnerability. They're avoiding the fear that comes with not knowing the answer or the demands that are going to be placed on them as a re- in response to recognizing that something isn't working or they're not particularly happy. But if I were to ask you today, how are you really? How are you really? Looking at your life, what's working? What isn't? And what needs to change to get you to be closer to the life you want to have and the business you want to run? We're all, you know, holding stories that we don't have any control over. Life can happen to us at any point in time. It doesn't matter. You are going to have your list of things you're dealing with. And there are going to be things that are beyond your control. Given that those things are happening, given that those things are unavoidable, how do you want to get to your destination for today? Now, you may be, you know, um, I have right now this inner, I'm in this weird uh, sort of state right now where I'm getting all these blasts from the past because um, the old residential program that you've heard me talk about on the show is closing. So suddenly all of these old faces are popping up on LinkedIn because all of my old colleagues and friends back at that job from over a decade ago, well, you know, they're all job hunting right now um, because the agency is closing. And so when, you know, they think about the way their lives are going, suddenly something has happened and it's entirely out of their control. They get to decide now, though, given that I can't do the job I thought I was going to do, given that I thought I was going to retire here, or given that I thought I was going to be here for at least two more years, and that opportunity has now been taken away, who do I want to be and how do I want to move through the world? 
they're probably not sitting in a situation where if anybody asks them how they're doing, they're going to say fine. But they still have that moment of this needs to change. So what direction do I want it to go into? And it's so much easier sometimes when external forces make that choice for us. And I imagine someone who's just in that casual, numbed out state of fine would almost welcome the opportunity of being suddenly unemployed because then they wouldn't have to choose to leave the dead-end job that isn't working for them. And they wouldn't have to choose to make a shift to a relationship or, you know, something like that. But in this situation, when life is happening and saying, you need to shift, you need to move, they get to be in the driver's seat of their lives and decide what direction they want to go in and what they want to do next. If you're simply sitting in the seat of fine and life hasn't handed you a challenge, you still have that same opportunity to get in the driver's seat of your life and decide what direction you want to go in. I was talking to my Facebook group yesterday and I said, you know what, like May 26th to May 28th is the unofficial start of summer here in the United States this year, Memorial Day weekend. And September 3rd through September 6th or September 1st to the 3rd, something like that is Labor Day, the unofficial end to summer. But we're sitting smack dab in the middle of August right now. If your summer is just going fine and there's nothing remarkable about it in the positive comment and the column and there's nothing particularly negative about it in the loss column, what are you willing to do about it to get a summer that's more than fine, to end your summer on a higher note, to get closer to the life you want to have and the business you want to run? What happens if you're unafraid of the answer when you ask yourself, how am I really? Because you're able to tune into your capability, decide what isn't working, and make a singular step in the direction that gets you closer to the life and the business you want. A lot of people like to use the word fine, and sometimes it's just because it's the socially easy thing to do. But when it's just you, yourself, and you in a, in a room alone and you're staring in the mirror, ask yourself how you are. How are you really? And what are you willing to do to be a little less fine, but perhaps more happy? So that's where I leave you today. Some talking points. I'd love to know what you think about this and where you land with it. Um, you can share your thoughts as always at Heather at choose to have it all.com. If you have a question for me on your life or business, you can certainly find me there. I'll gladly answer your question on my show. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.